Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, something I did today where I tried to pay it forward in the sense of I tried to make something a situation that was not good for somebody. Um, I tried to make a little bit better. And I did it based on my own situation where I had my, my car accident on the 18th. And there were a lot of other things going on at that time. And just the people that I reached out to um, who reassured me of things I was worried about. And they just sort of brought a sense of calm. So this happened. Um, so today, when I'm talking about that happened about an hour ago, I tried to do the same thing for somebody else who was in a a bad situation. Um, and then the other thing I'm going to talk about is specifically, um, in regards to complex PTSD, one thing that I know that I do, and I think this goes for a lot of people who have, I would say PTSD or complex PTSD is we talk a lot about that specific event or that specific person or a very specific thing that is a huge part of our trauma. So like, let's say that, you know, you're in a fire or something and you talk about the fire every day with people, you know, and maybe you talk to a counselor when you're grieving and you always bring up the fire. Like that's, that's something that I noticed recently. There was a show I was watching. Um, and this, I could tell this person, totally had PTSD. I don't know if they have complex PTSD, but they definitely had PTSD because I think it was from one big event. Um, and this person said that they talk about it, that they can't stop talking about it. And I was like, yeah, cause you have PTSD. Um, but so I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, and in relation to my own life, how something that happened, like I told you guys about two weeks ago, it was exactly two weeks ago. Um, how getting, um, basically informing that per- a specific person about what was going on in my life has made me feel so much better, um, which I think is just epic of epic proportions, I would say. But in regards to the first thing, about an hour ago, um, I was going for my walk. I try to walk around the park every day. I live like a block from like this really nice big park. And um, it's a good 45-minute walk around it. It's pretty big. And um, I was walking to a local restaurant because I told you guys two weeks ago I totaled my car. I was in a car accident. Um, And I also struggle off and on for years with substance abuse, um, alcohol. And um, when I was going for my walk today, I thought that there was like this teenager who was kind of, I thought that they were being kind of like silly or playful and they laid down on the sidewalk. That's what I thought. And I had my headphones in cause I was listening to a YouTube channel and I thought really nothing of it, but they were in my direct path, like just a couple hundred feet in front of me. And I just thought it was a kid or something, you know, and as I got closer and closer, they were still laying on the sidewalk and this is central Illinois you know, it's kind of chilly out, you know, it's fall time. Um, 
And I just thought, you know, why would they be laying there that long? Because it's cold out. Like, why would you lay on a sidewalk? And there's all this traffic going by. Um, and as I got closer, I realized this was a man. Um, and as I walked by him, I had my headphones in. And he was gesturing to me. And I took my headphones out. And he said, um, will you call 911? Or will you call ambulance? Something of that nature. I think he said, call 911. And then he said that he was drunk. Um, he said, I'm intoxicated, I think is what he said. Um, and so part of why I want to do this podcast right now is I tried to pay it forward to him and bring a sense of calm because when I had my accident on the 18th, um, the few people that I opened up about it and some things that I struggle with, um, and I was having a nervous breakdown as I told you guys that night, um, you know, the people I opened up about it with, they all were like, we're just glad you're okay and you can handle it. So they brought like a, a sense of calm is my point. Um, and they also said that they wouldn't tell anybody if I didn't want them to. Um, so when I saw this guy today, I was thinking the same thing. And something I've told you guys recently is the concept of one day at a time, taking things as they come and just taking them with calm and being rational. So when I saw this guy, you know, there's a million ways you could have handled this. Some people could have just walked by and ignored him. Some people could have told him, you know, stop being a slob. I mean, there's a huge, a million ways that people can react, but I was just thinking, you know, none of that will help. It's almost like yelling at a kid, you know, um, yelling at a kid's not going to get a kid to learn anything. Or to handle things themselves rationally, they're probably going to get defensive or scared or, you know, whatever. So I, you know, whenever he said call 911, I was like, you know, are you okay? And um, he, uh, he was just laying there. He looked really thin. And this was, this guy was like in his 30s. Um, and he just wasn't saying much. He just said to call 911. And I was like, all right. And um, the, there was a lady that was standing there. She was maybe 50 feet away. And she said, I already called somebody. They're on their way. Um, so I told him I would just stay there with him. So I just stood there and waited. And it was like a 10 or 12 minute wait. And she had already called the police like 10 minutes before that. So it was like, a you know, she was waiting like 20 minutes. And he had left his bag down the, the street, probably 400 feet away. And she said that he had walked from there. So I went and got his bag and just laid it by him because I figured if he has to go with the police somewhere, who knows what they do? I don't know what they do in a situation like that. He's going to want his bag um, he, or else it's just going to drive him crazy wondering what happened to, a, to his bag. So I went down and got it and just laid it by him and then just stood there and talked to the lady for a little bit. But the whole point is... I just wanted to bring a little bit of calm because I could have been, you know, I could totally see somebody just being like, give me a break and just walking or, you know, really not knowing what to do. Um, but I just kept thinking, I just wanted to give him what I had been given two weeks ago. It was actually exactly two weeks ago, which is a little ironic because it's, you know, he was dealing with a substance issue. Um, and, you know, I just, uh, I felt for him. And I told you guys on Monday, I went and talked to a counselor 
about my own substance problems. And I haven't, um, you know, I haven't done any of that since I had my, my accident, my nervous breakdown, whatever. Um, and so the, uh, I actually am going to see her every two weeks. So I'm actually going to see her again this Monday. And then from that Monday, every two weeks for about, I think like three months, um, just to kind of get a better grip on things. So I talked to her about a lot of really personal things, um, thoughts of self-harm and my drinking habits from the time I was 21 until now, which is 20 years. Um, you know, I'm 41 and you know, my, the ups and downs and times when I didn't drink and the times when I drank more, depending on who I hung out with, um, all these different things. So she's just going to kind of try and help me stay a little bit more level, level headed. Um, but getting into my next topic, which this is like a perfect segue. Um, one of the things that I told her is that I feel much better and part, a big part of that is, or huge part of that is opening up to specific people about the fact that I have this, this problem, you know, a substance problem and I've had it for years and I've hid it from people. You know, I'm, I'm good at hiding things. Um, and, uh, one of the very specific people who I opened up to about this is the one person who, um, I would say is very much involved, not in abusing me, but another, I would just say it's, it's a very specific person I grew up with who was also abused, who knows for a fact that I was abused as well. So like, you know, you could say this is a childhood friend, you could say it's a sibling, you could say it's a cousin, you could, you know, it would obviously be someone that you're close to. I'll just put it that way because I'm not trying to out people here. Um, but one of the people that I opened up to about this problem that I've had for so many years is that person. Um, and whenever the event happened that I've told you guys about in 2017, the event specifically related to that person and people enabling that person to stay within a, a physically abusive person, which freaked me out. So this person is no longer with that physically abusive person anymore. They got away from them. Um, and when I say physically abusive, I mean, it's a fact, um, like it's on camera. Um, like, uh, every, everybody knows what happened. Um, but the, uh, you know, opening up specifically to that person, it just, um, it just made me think I should share on this podcast that, you know, I, I watch sometimes these shows where somebody gets closure. Like, let's say uh, you have a neighbor and your neighbor does something horrible to your kids or does something horrible to your spouse. And then they go to prison. And then you see this person later, you know, write them a letter or say something to them in a courtroom or, you know, kind of spill their guts and say how they feel about something. And a lot of times they don't want to do that. They don't want to see them. They want to just forget them. Um, and to me, that reminds me a little bit of hiding things. So hiding this problem I've had. But finally being open specifically to this one person um, 
you know, the, the one person who I went through trauma with, um, it just, uh, it brought me just a lot of confidence and finally feeling like I'm whole. Um, so I guess maybe a better way of saying this rather than thinking of it as somebody doing something horrible to you, that might be more of like an abuser thing, obviously, but that might bring you a lot of closure too. Um, you know, that I have not done, but in regards to the person who went through the trauma with me, um, so like, let's say you have a problem that you're going through and let's say, you know, you and your sibling went through all this trauma together and you're hiding the fact that you're using an illegal drug or you're using, you're abusing alcohol and this person you went through trauma with doesn't know about it. And you finally tell them, because really it's opening up kind of a can of worms to where then they're going to wonder, well, why are you doing that? And they probably know the answer to it because you both went through trauma together. But at the same time, it's like you're, you're really opening up um, about maybe almost like your way of dealing with it or um, you're just sharing something with them that maybe you're afraid to. Um, maybe you thought that they would worry about you. Um, you know, who, who knows what, you know, we're all different, but I just wanted to share that telling this specific person, or I should say them finding out, um, it's just made me feel so different. Um, I just feel like I'm, I'm not hiding things. I'm a whole person again. Um, it just, I just feel a way that I never knew that I would feel. Um, so it's, it's huge. So, you know, I, I tried to pay it forward to this guy on the sidewalk today and now I'm trying to pay it forward to you guys that me feeling this way, it could be a way that possibly you could feel too. Um, like I said, my confidence level has gone up from like a, out of zero to a hundred from like a 41 to like an 81. And I still feel that way. Um, and the one thing that kept going through my mind today when I saw this guy, like I said, this was just like an hour ago or so. When I saw this guy, I kept thinking in my head, um, take things as they come, you know, and that can be consequences to your own acting out or bad behavior. You know, like if you were to abuse a substance and then act out, um, do something you later regret and then there's consequences, you know, just accepting things as they come and, you know, you never know what the day is going to bring. Um, so I just wanted to share that. And one other tiny little thing I wanted to share too, that's like awesome news in my life. And I told you guys about this about a month ago. So do you remember how I told you that there is, or there was, um, this kind of like psycho person that I worked with. So they worked, I, I, didn't, I don't think I said what job I work with them at, but great news. They left, they quit. They don't work there anymore. And I don't have to be around them anymore. Knock on wood. Um, but you know, they, they could come back. Who knows? Um, the types of fields I work in, a lot of people kind of come and go and come and go. Sometimes they come back and then they leave, try something new and then they come back. So I'm just enjoying the moment for what it is right now. Like I'm on cloud nine. Um, because this person was so toxic and gaslighting and drama, 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 look at me, 
Um, just, I mean, the biggest stories you've ever heard. Just, and I knew it immediately. I was like, oh boy, you know, what do we got here? Um, and I mean, it was painfully obvious to me that this person's very manipulative, extremely manipulative. Um, as soon as I met him, I mean, it was like the most wild story you ever heard every time this person came in the room. And I thought, if that's how they get attention, I don't want to be anywhere near them. Um, because they're going to sucker you in. Like it's, I just, I had to, I, I, even people recently have been like, oh, did you know so-and-so quit? And I said, yeah, I heard that. You know, I, I didn't let them know that I was ecstatic. Um, I just, you know, I, I've seen gaslighters before and this person gaslights extreme. Like even trying to just get you to side with them to think negatively about a colleague who you have no problems with. Um, they just didn't like them. So they, they try to like worm them out. You know, it's, and I was like, thank goodness this person's gone. Um, I kind of felt like they weren't going to last long anyway. Um, and the last place they worked, they badmouthed that place on like their website. So I'm just waiting to see if this person badmouths this place that we all work at. So I'm just waiting, just, just curious. Um, but anyway, that's a, just a little bit of good news. Because um, when you grow up with narcissists or you grow up with people who gaslight or manipulate or play all these mind games, you know it when you see it. And this this was like off the charts. So just wanted to share that. But um, something, just something happy. When you have like a really wonderful workplace and then someone like that comes in and then they leave and it goes back to being wonderful again, you know, really makes you value it even more so um but yeah i wanted to just pay pay that forward and like i just want to give an example of how you know something that can seem kind of small you know just being calm in the moment and handling things as they come because when i had this the accident happened two weeks ago people were just saying you know you'll be okay um you can handle it it'll be all right and that really wasn't the reaction I was expecting out of most of them. So, um, you never know, never know what you might get. So, uh, before this hits the 20 minute mark, I'm going to go ahead and get off here. So this is the complex PTSD guy signing off.